basketball the basketball segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james i'm joined once again by nate and Mete. what's up guys what's up all right in today's episode another division preview getting ready for the nba season and fantasy basketball we got the northwest division here we're starting the western conference uh so we'll just talk about i guess each uh team and their player options for fantasy I'll talk a little bit about that, and then we'll just move right into is projecting the standings for this division. So, um, yeah, let's just start right away and hop into this. Um, Met, um, sorry, Nate, I'm going to start with you, actually. Uh, let's get into the Denver Nuggets. I guess just talk to us about the fantasy options uh, for this team. Sure. So I guess um, for early rounds, so I'll start with um, Jokic. Um, pretty much a no-brainer. He's a center, and he's one of the best centers in the league. So um, he's going to be in um, early rounds. Jamal Murray, um, in terms of talent, I think he's an early early round pick, but he is going to be injured. So um, maybe at like before the start of the middle rounds, he might end up falling um, to that. So uh, you could try to, I guess, uh, not reach for him, see if he falls to you in the draft possibly, but He's still most likely going to be drafted somewhere um, in the early rounds. And then I guess uh, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, middle rounds would be Will Barton and Aaron Gordon. And I guess late rounds would be Monte Morris, Austin Rivers, and Jamichael Green. And for rookies, I have put, um, I guess his name is nickname is Bones Highland. Um, everyone calls him that. So I'm just going to say that for here. And um, he was a great score for college. I think he ended up getting, I think it was 19 points per game, if I'm not mistaken. So really good. Uh, solid shooter. Um, he can shoot the three at 37%, field goal 44%, 336%. I think that's really good. There are some point guards ahead of them, for example, like Jamal Murray or Monte Morris, but I think he's talented enough that, that he can get minutes and um, Jamal Murray being out is going to, I guess, give him more opportunities to get some time on the court. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely like this Denver team. They definitely got a lot of solid players. Um, yeah. And I guess we'll, I guess we'll just see how this entire team comes together. Uh, Matty, I'm going to jump to you now. Talk to us about the Minnesota Timberwolves and their options for fantasy. Yeah, so for talking fantasy options, we got to look at D'Angelo Russell. He started off the season last season really rough, but he went through a lot of injuries and he finished off the season like the old D'Lo. So, yeah, he only started 26 games. But with Ricky Rubio gone now, he should be a starter once again. And I think he's solid in pretty much all the categories except for rebounds and blocks. Malik Beasley, their starting shooting guard, he's evolved his game ever since he got to Minnesota. I think he's solid in all categories except for blocks and assists, I'd say. And then he also went through injury like D'Angelo Russell at the end of the year, but should be good to go for opening night. Anthony Edwards, their main guy or main pick last season, uh, I think had LaMelo not come back from the wrist injury, 
I think Edwards would have won the rookie of the year due to LaMelo, first of all, not having enough games to qualify for the award. And the way uh, Anthony Edwards finished off uh, the season last year in the second half after the all-star break, he was a different player. He went off for around 51 points, something like that. I can't remember the exact number right now, but yeah, he had a very good rookie season, especially after the all-star break, like I said. And it, uh, I think for categories, he's pretty much good for all of them, except for assists and his efficiency isn't the greatest right now. So he's got to work on those two things. And like I said, he's going into his sophomore year. So I think he can definitely improve on those. And then Carl Anthony Towns, uh, one of the toughest players in the league, I want to say, as Carl uh, Anthony Towns, we know he's gone through a lot this season. So, or last season, last year, whatever. So, yeah, I'm rooting for him. I hope he has a great year. I hope the Timberwolves have a great year. He's great at everything like Jokic. He's a triple-double threat, but he doesn't get as many assists as Jokic so it's kind of like a Walmart Jokic in that sense and then yeah he's I think one of the best centers in the league should be gone by round one and then if you're looking for a rookie on this team uh, I guess you could go for Leonardo Balmaro out of Argentina uh, the Timberwolves this season they didn't own any draft picks so all their rookies were undrafted, or in Bulmaro's case, he was picked last year by the Knicks, and he elected to play another year in Europe. So this will be his rookie season. And yeah, the other guys on the roster, they were guards, and I feel like the Timberwolves guards, they're pretty solid, actually. So I don't think they could uh, find playing time just yet so yeah for rookies Bulmaro I think is the best choice choice for Minnesota yeah for sure this uh, team seems very top heavy I guess uh, we'll see how they I guess balance out the rest of their roster I guess in the the coming months during the season uh, let me get to Portland Trailblazers now I guess I'll talk to talk about them a little bit for fantasy um, we got to start with Damian Lillard obviously he plays point guard um yeah he should be going most likely in the first round of the draft um he's pretty much one of those point guards that uh, if you play in an all points league he could even threat maybe first overall a second overall pick like he just puts up a lot of points he'll get assists as well uh, not as many rebounds uh, all of his shooting percentages are really solid especially on free throw he's really good and um, he doesn't turn over the ball too much. That's one thing I noticed about Damian Lillard. He's good protecting, good at protecting the ball compared to other guards. Uh, so really solid for fantasy. You're getting stuff from him in pretty much every category except for blocks. So, um, yeah, definitely a, a must draft. Uh, then I got CJ McCollum here. He plays both point guard and shooting guard in fantasy. Um, he's another one of those guys. He's a bit more of a streaky shooter compared to Damian Lillard. Um, but he's still putting up great numbers, uh, threes, percentages, uh, points, uh, assists. You know, he, he just pretty pretty much puts up good numbers as well. Probably get him maybe third round, fourth round around there. So definitely take a look at him. Um, then I got Norman Powell here. He plays shooting guard and small forward. Uh, obviously uh, coming uh, in that trade uh, with Toronto, um, it looks like he should be able to take that next step this year to be coming a full-time starter which he really wasn't in Toronto 
Uh, so he's another one of those guys, mid-round target. You target him. Um, his shooting percentages are solid because he does go to the rim. So um, he, he's not really uh, staying back to try and shoot all the time. Uh, he's just another one of those guys who has solid percentages all around. Um, and I mean, he'll get rebounds as well because he does play a lot of forward, especially on this team. Uh, so yeah, a lot of different categories Powell covers. Um, you should be pretty satisfied if you're drafting him in fantasy. Uh, and then I have uh, Robert Covington here. He plays power forward and center. Um, he's going uh, around where Powell is or a little bit earlier even. And I think mostly in category leagues, he's going there just because he covers a lot of categories. Um, he's like great for steals, blocks. Um, I mean, for points, he maybe averages around or close to 10 a game, but his uh, rebounds and assists are right up there. So um, he's one of those guys that, you know, if you just need someone to sort of spread around the categories for your team, uh, he's a really good option there. So definitely take a look at him. And I have Yusuf Nurkic here. He's the starting center for this team. Um, you know, he's pretty close to a double-double every game. That's pretty much all I can say. He's just really solid. He's one of those centers, you know, you just put him in your lineup, um, whether it's your first center or your second center on your fantasy team, and he's just really solid. So definitely look at him. Uh, and then I guess for sort of bench players on this team, uh, the main guy should be Larry Nance coming in in the big trade uh, this offseason. Um, he's one of those guys, you know, if um, Covington or Nurkic go off, he comes right into the game and you really don't notice that much of a difference. He's a pretty solid player. Um, he's, he's another one of those guys, you know, he's going to get you points, going to get you rebounds. He'll get you some blocks as well. Uh, just overall pretty solid. So definitely look at him. And then I mentioned Cody Zeller, just in case he gets in and playing time. I don't think he's going to get a lot. Um, he was pretty effective in his time with the Hornets, but eventually they, they were moving away from him. So uh, I don't know how much time he's going to get. He's just someone to look at. And then uh, Anferni uh, Simons, uh, he plays point guard and shooting guard for this team. Uh, if Lillard and McCollum ever come off the court, he's pretty much going to be that, that third guy in there at the guard position, um, assuming Powell stays uh, playing forward. Uh, and, and if he gets in uh, some time, he might be worth a look, but uh, he's another one of those guys that's just sort of hanging in there on the bench. Then for rookies, I got Greg Brown. He was drafted this year. He plays power forward. Um, yeah, he's, a, he's another one of those guys, you know, if they need uh, a fill-in or whatever, he's probably going to get some playing time. I probably wouldn't draft him right away unless maybe you're in like deep, really deep leagues or like keeper leagues. But uh, in terms of standard leagues, probably just keep him on the waiver. Maybe keep an eye on him if there's an injury on this team. For example, Larry Nance and Nurkic have been known for not being that healthy. So uh, if any of them are injured for any point of time, then you might see uh, a bit of Greg Brown. So yeah, that's uh, the Portland Trailblazers for fantasy. Uh, Nate, I'll get right back to you. Talk to us about the OKC Thunder. All right, so I guess um, I'll start with uh, Shai Gilgos-Alexander. Um, I, I feel like he's going to probably be the only player that you would draft in the early rounds um, in OKC. And then I guess for like maybe a middle round pick, you could look at um, Lugens Dort. Uh, he's pretty solid. So um, I'm not sure if he'd be drafted in the early round. I feel like middle round is kind of like the best spot to, uh, to get him. And I guess maybe in the later rounds, you could look at maybe Darius Baisley, Alexei Pokyshevsky, um, Isaiah Roby. You could also look at like maybe um, uh, Theo Maladin as well. Um, there's also the possibility of Mike Muscala, but like 
maybe only with your like last pick or something. I wouldn't, um, I guess, pick him any higher than that. And I guess for rookies, you could take a look at um, Trey Mann. Um, he's a really good shooter. Um, his percentages are uh, really good, 40% from three, 45% from the uh, general field goal, and 83% from free throw. His uh, rebounding and assists are pretty decent for a guard. And um, I feel like um, basic, based on his height and kind of like his size in general, he can uh, occasionally slide to small forward as he's 6'5". He's only 190 pounds, but so I guess he's mostly going to be kind of like a shooting guard for the most part, either a shooting guard or a point guard. We might see him as small forward, but I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel like he's got a great opportunity to sort of break out on this team as I guess we don't know, um, you know, which players are sort of, sort of going to be the mainstay for, for this team. And then, um, yeah, this is another one of these teams. It's a lot of young players. So you look for, I guess, breakout candidates on this team. There's guys that you might get later in drafts that could prove to be really valuable. So I definitely like what OKC has to offer. Uh, Matty, I'll go right back to you. Talk to us about the Utah Jazz for fantasy. Yeah, so for the Jazz, you should look at Mike Conley. He's a solid veteran point guard. He had a rebound year, I'd say, after having one of his worst seasons two years ago. And yeah, he's very solid at everything. I don't think he really has a weakness. And I wouldn't expect him to improve on this season as he's 33. And I feel like he's on the decline of his career. So yeah, expect around the same stats or maybe a little bit worse for him. And then Donovan Mitchell... Like Conley, uh, solid for all stats categories. And then he's one of the best scorers in the league. As it shows, he's been improving his points per game every season. Boyan Bogdanovich, speaking of points, a very good scorer. But outside of that, he doesn't give you too much as he's efficient. But yeah, outside of points, field goal percentage and three-pointers, he doesn't really give you offer you too much so don't reach for him probably go for him later on in drafts and then Rudy Gobert uh probably the best paint defender in today's NBA double double machine he uh seems like last couple of years at least he's always a top three candidate for defensive player of the year now and he doesn't have the flashiest game as it's usually under uh in the paint under the rim uh getting easy twos rebounding blocks that's pretty much all he does but yeah he doesn't have the flashiest game but still a really good player especially to have for fantasy and then Joe Ingles although he comes off the bench for them he saw 28 minutes per game there so uh he's a big part of what they do there and yeah, those are pretty much starter minutes. So don't be scared of drafting Ingles just because he's not a starter. Solid at almost every category except for blocks. I feel like that's his uh, one main weakness. And then speaking of benches, uh, Jordan Clarkson, another bucket off the bench. Uh, one of the best bench players last year for sure as he won six man of the year. So yeah, he's 
uh, similar to Bogdanovich. He's really good at scoring. He is solid for rebounds, steals, and efficiency, but outside of those four things, he doesn't really offer you too much. And then for rookies, um, Macchio, Teague, uh, like the Timberwolves, the Jazz, they didn't have a rookie on their roster that they drafted this year, and their only pick was traded to the Memphis Grizzlies. So he's an undrafted guy, and I don't know if, uh, any of the rookies will get playing time there. They're all guards. And I like the guards in Utah. So I feel like he's going to have a tough time uh, cracking the rotation. But if he is given a role, definitely uh, check him out on the waiver wire. I think he's got the best chance for rookies in that team. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is a high-scoring team, so there's definitely going to be a lot of options and, and ways for you to get, I guess, fantasy production from these players um, yeah, let's just move right into projecting the standings for this division. Um, I guess, Nate, I'll just start with you. Um, I guess just looking at the landscape of this division, where do you see each team in the standings? Um, I feel like uh, Utah should be um, first. Um, they did look um, the most solid in the, in, I guess, going into the playoffs and during the regular season. It looks like there was like almost uh, no way to beat them. They looked like they were on a mission, so I feel like there uh, could be kind of another repeat of that. And I guess I put um, the Denver Nuggets at seconds. Um, they have a really good um, roster overall, um, really solid players like uh, Jokic and Jamal Murray. So uh, I feel like they could go on another run. And I guess Portland, another team that you could maybe switch with Denver. Um, they've been always, they've always been like a, I guess like a playoff team, but, um, they haven't been able to go on like, uh, a really deep run yet. So I put them at third and I guess I put the, uh, Timberwolves at fourth, mainly because, um, their records haven't really been too good over the years. Even last year, I think the record was like 23 and 49. So not, not really the best, especially when you take into account, um, the talent on that team. So. Um, I put them at fourth, and I guess I put OKC at fifth, and I feel like they're also interchangeable with, um, I guess, the Timberwolves, but um, they're still uh, rebuilding, and they have a little bit less talent than the Timberwolves overall, so yeah, I put them at fifth. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess definitely uh, outlooking uh, this division. Um yeah, I agree. I have Utah at first. I know I was back and forth with them in Denver. I know they like flip-flopped from the previous year. Denver was ahead and then uh, Utah was ahead last year. Um, I guess the only reason I have more faith in Utah, I guess, is because of their bench depth. I believe they even added Rudy Gay this year too uh, into their bench rotation. So they just keep adding a, a lot of experienced players. They have solid young players as well. Um, this Utah team just seems a little bit more put to get better put together than this Denver team. So yeah, I have Utah first, uh, Denver at second. Um, it's not a slap in the face to them. They're still a really good team. They have really good pieces. Like you mentioned, Jokic, Jamal Murray, they have Aaron Gordon now, and they have a lot of other good players. Um, so they're, they're going to be right there for sure. Um, and then, yeah, I have Portland at number three. They've lost a little bit of depth. Uh, I don't know how that affects them. I know Lillard and McCollum can definitely still carry this team. 
Um, and their bigs just need to stay healthy just because a lot of the guys they have on their roster, like I mentioned, they haven't been able to stay healthy in previous seasons. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. I have the Timberwolves at fourth. Uh, you mentioned they have a lot of talent. They just haven't been able to put it together. Maybe they put it together this season, but I don't know if they go all the way to the playoffs just yet. So I have them at number four. And then OKC at number, number five, just because they're strictly in a rebuild right now. They're sort of trying to find what their starting rotation for the future is going forward. So, um, yeah, definitely got to temper expectations for them. So I have them at fifth. I'll bounce to you, Mete. Give us your projections for the standings. Yeah, so I actually went with Denver at one. I think with the return of Jamal Murray, this team should win this division as without him, they had a pretty good run. And with him, they're obviously going to be better. So, yeah, I have them at one. Utah, I have at two. They did have a great regular season last year, but that was, I think Utah had a great chance to make the finals as they got to play the Clippers without Kawhi in the playoffs and they couldn't get it done so I feel like it was a big miss opportunity for them and I don't know I just feel like they're missing one more piece to be real contenders and win this division again uh Portland third uh they've had a rough season last year as they lost to Denver in the playoffs and seems like Lillard's patience is running low with the Portland front office as especially this offseason, there's been so many rumors of him being unhappy, wanting out. So I wouldn't be surprised if he wants out soon as it seems like the Blazers, they aren't really doing their best to put the uh, best team they can around him as, like you said, they added Larry Nance, solid piece, Cody Zeller, but and Tony Snell, but I don't know, those are decent ads, but I think they need more than that at this point. So, yeah, some concern for Portland. I have Minnesota at four as well. I agree with everything you guys said. They've got great talent. They're just not playing as a team right now. So if they can figure that out, they could actually uh, go far, I feel like. Uh, The talent's there. But it's a tough division and conference, so it's kind of stacked against them. And then... Uh, fifth place, OKC. I feel like they're just too inexperienced, too many young players in Oklahoma. So they're trying to figure out who their best guys are, who they should play. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a rough year in OKC. Yeah, for sure. I guess uh, just getting back to you guys and what we talked about in terms of Minnesota, because I feel like they're the most like up in the air team in this division. I guess Nate. I'll start with you and then Mete, you can answer after, but like, I guess what, what does this team need to do going forward to, you know, to make, to take that next step? I feel like they're sort of in limbo right now. They have good players. Like what do they, what does this team need to do to eventually get it done? Honestly, it's really hard to say because um, I guess like um, with, with the coaching that they have um, there, I don't really see a reason um, why they're not as successful as they could be so yeah I'm not really too sure I mean there there was the the rumors um before of I guess Carl Anthony Towns and um Andrew Wiggins when he's still on the team they didn't have kind of the attitude of wanting to I guess put as much effort as they could but I feel like it's uh more more or less a rumor so 
there isn't really um, too much to go off of. Yeah, what about you, Mete? What do you think about this team? All right, so I think the bench needs work. I'm looking at the depth chart right now. The only two guys I'm uh, really a fan of, Patrick Beverly, and I feel like he could be a trade piece at the deadline if they're not doing so hot. And then Nas Reed, I actually like as well. But since he's behind Carl Anthony Towns, he doesn't really see the court too much. And the third problem, I'm not the biggest fan of the power forwards. They have Jaden McDaniels. He kind of uh, slowed down last year at the end. Vanderbilt was their starter at the beginning. He started off well, and then he kind of cooled off as well. They did pick up Torian Prince, though, so maybe they could try him at the power forward. He's a pretty solid player, so I think they need a better bench. I would say coach, but they already got a new coach this season, so we'll see how that works. And then, yeah, power forward. I feel like the two guys ahead of Torian Prince right now on the depth chart, uh, maybe it should be the other way around. I would like to see Torian Prince start. Yeah, I think they also need one of their, I guess, uh, starters to sort of take that next step. I know you mentioned Anthony Edwards could end up being that guy. And if they have one more player, even if it's D'Angelo Russell, like that takes that next step, then that just puts this team further ahead. And if they're in the hunt, then maybe at the deadline, like you mentioned, they go and get a power forward from somewhere. Um, like, I don't know, maybe if Toronto's rebuilding, uh, they could try and trade for someone like Siakam or, you know, go, go through some of the different teams that have uh, really good power forwards, uh, you know, then maybe they're looking to add there. But uh, yeah, like you mentioned, definitely got to improve that. And then, yeah, that's just sort of what I think. I think one more player just sort of needs to take that next step this coming season and sort of join uh, KAT as like, the main guys on this team and then yeah they'll definitely have a chance to be more successful um but yeah nate i'll just get back to you i guess just any last thoughts on this division as a whole um i feel like um the division is pretty much um it's one of the divisions that i feel like it's going to be set for the most part it's probably going to be um utah denver and portland in some kind of order and it's going to be I guess, kind of tough for Minnesota to catch up. Yeah, um, we know OKC should be near the bottom. Hopefully, Minnesota is not near the bottom again, because like we mentioned, we do have hopes for this team that they can sort of get it together. And then, yeah, the top three, uh, I think the first two, uh, like we talked about, they're really solid. And then Portland, uh, they might maybe need to add one more piece at the deadline. Or maybe they need a young guy to sort of take a step forward. Maybe that ends up being Greg Brown. Uh, who knows? Uh, someone takes that next step. Maybe Cody Zeller is a good option for them. Who knows? Whatever they need to do. And then, yeah, um, the the top two teams, yeah, we talked about them. They're they're great. They have bench depth. They they, they have a good chance. I think either Denver or Utah are, are good enough to go to the conference finals almost every season. So, um, yeah, they're, they're definitely um, – two of the top tier teams in the, the West. But I guess, uh, Mete, what are your final thoughts, I guess, on this division? I feel like this is kind of a underrated division as it doesn't look too good, but Denver and Utah, those two are top teams in the West. And then Portland, uh, for like the last decade, it feels like they've been in the playoffs almost every year. 
So they're always in the playoffs. And then, like we said, Minnesota, they have talent. They just haven't put it together yet. And then OKC, I feel like they also have talent, but they're just way too young at this point. So, yeah, I feel like this is an underrated division. Yeah, definitely going to see some solid basketball from the teams in this division. I know I was a big fan of a lot of Utah's games last year. They're really exciting, and there's a lot of exciting uh, teams in this division like you guys mentioned so i'm um, definitely going to be something to look out for and yeah um, some of us think denver will win the division some will think utah so um yeah it's going to be interesting to see which of these two teams sort of does better than each other but yeah um that's going to be the end of this preview uh on big time basketball um the north west division pretty solid division overall um next week i believe uh it'll be the southwest division we'll be taking a look at so definitely something to keep an eye out for um but yeah make sure you check us out on instagram and twitter at fan fan podcasts uh, we've been putting up picks for football um hockey and basketball are starting this month so we'll definitely have picks up there for you guys to check out uh, make sure you check us out on youtube spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts uh for these um, uh, videos and audio podcasts. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube. Go ahead and leave us a review also. All that good stuff. And guys, um, yeah, this is going to be a great basketball season. We've got a couple division previews left and then the season's going to be starting. So I can't wait. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.